0: It's time, it's time. time, time to get in the zone, time to
1: get in the zone
0: with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. At
1: some point, when, when will this break? Because they are playing, paying these QBs, this huge Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, they're making these huge sums of money, even Dak Prescott, and the, the you will win nothing. You may make playoffs, you win 10 games, but you're not winning anything. So what are you doing? You're spinning your wheels. Does it break? And, Brian, this list is great because I'm looking at it. I, I pulled it up with what you wrote. You look at all these quarterbacks. Once every 10 years or so, a flacco will come around. Oh, right. Something will happen with Foles. But you look at the rest of this list, and you're right. The cap is is low enough. But the, Breeze, Hall of Famer. Rogers, Hall yep. of Famer. Eli is a borderline Hall of Famer, regardless of what people think of him. Yeah. Flacco was on his rookie deal, I believe. The last year of his rookie deal, I believe. I believe. I don't think he had signed that huge contract yet. So he's he still they were, able to, yeah. so right. they were able to build a team around him. So that's a QB on his first deal. Wilson ended up being elite QB, but he was a QB on his first deal. They built a great team around him. Brady is a Hall of Famer. Peyton is a Hall of Famer. Brady a Hall of Famer. Then you had the kind of the Nick Foles thing. Okay, that's going to happen every 10 years. Somebody gets hot. Brady, Mahomes, Brady, Hall of Famers. I think Stafford is elite-ish. I, I, I think he, he, you can put him on a good team in that regard. And then Mahomes. So all these quarterbacks are still elite dudes other than the rookie guy with the big team around him. But if you have a Kirk Cousins and a Daniel Jones or a Derek Carr, you probably don't have a big team around them because you're paying them so much. You may have a very good team around them, but not a Legion of Boom type defense around them. Now, that's not not the 2012s with Anquan Bolden and everybody else they had on that team. That was a really, really good team that Ravens had that year. I wish I could think of more guys. I put that year out of my head for whatever reason. Um, so it's really <laughs> interesting that you're going to Ray keep... Lewis,
0: Ed Reed. Sure, uh, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I don't want to think about it <laughs> ever again. Um,
1: it's really interesting that there's th- they're paying these guys this amount of money when history shows you're not ever going to win anything. So right. it does it break – Is that now the thing with Lamar? I think we talked about this, whatever it was, however many shows ago. We did put him in the elite category. Now, he's a different Mm -hmm. kind of elite than a Burrow or a Mahomes or or an Allen, where he uses his legs more. I know some of those guys run too, but Lamar, the first thing you think of is running with him. So, I I do think that there's a little bit of soft collusion right now because everybody's saying, well, we're not giving you guaranteed money, back off, and then we'll talk. I do think there's that. I also wonder if there's a little bit of pause because he has missed, I think, nine games the last two years. He is a running quarterback. Are people worried that he's not going to last another three, four years? So it, it'll be interesting my, to see how that how that goes.
0: Here, Here's my question with that. Is Lamar Jackson, who Lamar Jackson is right now, meaning uh, almost you know more running quarterback than throwing quarterback and finished the last two years injured because he was – saddled with a Greg Roman designed, designed offense, Like yes. what does yeah. Lamar Jackson look like in a non Greg Roman designed offense? Is he running as often? Is he, you know, is he using his arm more than his legs with somebody who can design a passing offense? Cause Greg Roman can't like, it's, he just can't. It's been proven in Baltimore in San Francisco, everywhere he's been, he can, he can scheme the shit out of a running game. I give him that, right? Cannot scheme to him his his self out of a paper bag in the passing game. So that's my question is teams are balking because he finished two seasons in a row injured, but his offensive coordinator, you know, sucked. <laughs> like, yeah. get him with an elite play caller. What if you get him with an Arthur Smith? What if you get him with a Kyle Shanahan? What if you get him with, you know, somebody somebody who will take advantage because one thing that that and this is why I feel like he could be a fit in San Francisco one thing that he is sneaky good at that a lot of people don't realize is throwing over the middle he really is if you look at his numbers over the middle they're damn and that's where Kyle Shanahan loves to live so but it's it, to me it still comes back to this if you have to pay him 20% of your cap right Let's see. Um, I have it on there. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, next year, 2023, 22.4% of the Chiefs cap. If that stays that way or not, I have no idea. Likely, I don't think there's a ton that they can do to change that. It'll be interesting to see what the Chiefs have to do, right? What did they already have to do? They already had to get rid of Frank, Frank Clark. They mm-hmm. already decided not to franchise Orlando Brown. And then they're also losing their other tackle, right? So they're losing both their tackles and their stud defensive end why because they're paying Patrick Mahomes silly money because he's the best quarterback in the NFL I'm not begrudging that they gave him that contract but what I'm saying is maybe if you have an elite offensive head coach and play caller and system like the 49ers do would it be here to find a Brock Purdy every two to four years then it would be to Sign a you know a a quarterback to a contract where they're making you know 35 to 50 million dollars a year. I I think that's an interesting thought. I don't know, I don't have an answer, but I do know that outside of Patrick Mahomes, who already is a Hall of Famer, nobody, including Brady, including Manning, including Brees, made more than 12.2% of their cap outside before Patrick Mahomes this past season. And I don't think that's a coincidence at all. Like you said, Zane.
2: So, yeah, like a a lot of those guys that you mentioned, Al, if you, if you look at it, Aaron Rodgers won in the, I believe the fifth year option of his deal, right? His rookie deal. Brady won one on his rookie deal. Mahomes won on his rookie deal. Uh, I mean, Peyton Manning took, took a while, right? But like a lot of these guys, they're winning. the. uh, Drew Brees won it on essentially the year after, well, the deal that he got the year after he got franchised. So he got franchised by San Diego they let him go. He signed a $60 million contract for six years, won it on that contract, and then turned that into a $100 million contract. So he, he won it on the smaller of his, his contract, right? So my point is, is that it may be too late. If you're paying a quarterback, it may be too late in that quarterback's career to, to win that. And and I'm not saying that the how much you get paid correlates with how much you're going to win in, in your career arc, because guys can't win later on in their career. But I just feel like there's a trend here that we have to notice. And, if you're paying a quarterback and he hasn't won one yet and you're having to pay him, that's a big red flag to me because a lot of these guys, they went out the rookie deals early on in their career before they get the, the big deals. And I think that, has, that part of it has direct correlation with how you can fund the rest of your roster. It's all economics, right? Like you have a finite amount mm-hmm. to spend. You can spend it all in one place or you can spread it around your roster. So Brian, I think that like maybe you might be better off looking for a Brock Purdy every two to four years rather than paying a guy 20% of your cap unless that guy is is Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, and he's already won several Super Bowls and has proven that he's been able to get to the top despite having such a big price tag. So I, I think that tying it back to the 49ers and what they're doing with Brock Purdy and Trey, look, they're in a really good situation fiscally, right? Financially, they're in a really good situation. They've got two guys on their rookie contracts in their quarterback room, right? And one of those two guys will be starting for the foreseeable future. Now, the issue is, is that we don't know long-term what we have in either of them. Like Brock, we saw a very small sample size, and he was great in that small sample size. And Trey, we just don't know at all. So that, to me, that is the biggest question, right? We keep going back to the same thing. We just don't know what we have, right? Financially, they're in a good situation. Other than that, who knows?
1: Kirk Cousins, assuming he plays this season at $30 million a year, will have made $231 million in his career. A quarter of a billion dollars. Good career. for Kirk Cousins <laughs> to be he 73 and, and two. Really good numbers. A little bit over 500 player. He's won one playoff game. And he's, his teams, do they, his teams ever suck? No. Are his teams ever going to win a Super Bowl? Probably not. So that's, that's, that's where you are. And he's a really good example of it. He's had two seasons where he, one year he went 10 and 5, 13 and 4. Last year they were a terrible 13 and 14, but they were 13 and 4 and they went one and done in the playoffs so that's what you get. you get what you pay for that's what a lot of people are so that's where we are but it's i'll tell you it's fascinating to me it really is to see how this how it's all going to play out with these mid-tier guys getting money and, and, and everything else it really is fascinating. the
0: the other thing the other thing that we didn't talk about gino gino got paid by seattle right but that was a three-year mm-hmm. is essentially a three-year 105 million dollar contract right so 35 million dollars a year for gino smith Geno Smith is now on yeah. a contract for $35 million a year, which when we talk about this window that the 49ers have, Al and I talked about the core, but you also have to look at the NFC West and you have to look at the hole and say, the time is now, right? The time is now. The time is now to get go get number six. And what does that look like? Does it look like a bold move at quarterback? Does it look like a bold move to go get a Lamar Jackson? Probably not, but could be. But here, here's the other thing: Matthew Stafford has a $20 million cap hit this next season. In 2024, his cap hit is $49.5 million. And in 2025, Oof. it is $50 million. So the Rams aren't going anywhere for a while, right? It's I mean The time yeah. is now. Exploit this window. Sink your resources in free agency. Make yourselves better than you were last season. Don't even worry about Is it Brock? Is it Trey? Whatever. It doesn't matter who's back there because this team is incredible. And whoever we have back there, we're going to win football games. And I think that's the reality.
1: 100%. All right, guys. Uh, Thanks to Joe Shasky for coming on today. It was a fun conversation.
2: And for Brian and Zane, I'm Al. Peace. Later.